Hey, welcome back to After Adult. My name is Adrian, and I'm Rachel, and, and we we're doing a, very... a minisode. It's a minisode, and it's a very special topic. Um, we're going to talk about OnlyFans. Um, for those of you who don't know what OnlyFans is, I'm going to let Adrian explain it. Yes, so OnlyFans is a platform that is used primarily by sex workers. Um, it's been pretty become fairly well known in mainstream um, media because of it being name dropped, like you know, by Beyonce, for example. Um, but essentially, it is like a private social media profile. So you would most people who do an OnlyFans who are posting like not safe for work content, for example, charge a subscription fee. So in that, it's sort of similar to like Patreon, except um, you know, Patreon doesn't allow like sex worker content, but OnlyFans, for example, does. And I mean, it's just different. But just for those who have never subscribed to an OnlyFans, I think comparing it to like a Patreon type thing is an easier way to wrap your head around it. So yeah. So it's, when did when did you join? I've been using OnlyFans since uh, last summer. I think my first. Yeah, I think I actually joined in August of 2019. A couple months. But it after wasn't I part of like to, your. It wasn't part of like your original career. I mean, it wouldn't. I don't think it was a thing when you were first. That's correct. When I, yeah, before I retired from porn in 2015, OnlyFans didn't exist. I hadn't heard of it. I'm not sure when it technically officially started existing, but it was. It didn't become popular till more recently. Okay, and you don't have to answer this. Um, <laughs> it is kind of personal, but what percentage? Of your income, would you say OnlyFans makes up? Not the amount, just the percentage. Probably between 70 and 80%, uh, depending on the month. Do you think that's like kind of, do you think that's kind of like average for most people in your industry? You know, I don't, I don't know. I, I think, I think it can be really personal. Like for me, it's a huge chunk of my income because I want it to be. And I want it to mm -hmm. be because I don't live in LA. So I don't have an open schedule where I can just book paid shoots all the time. I think mm -hmm. it might look different for someone who's a porn star that lives in LA who is booking page, like maybe they're going on set multiple days a week. So they right. might have, they might have less time to invest in making content for their OnlyFans and therefore make less money on their OnlyFans, but that income is then being replaced by them doing more paid shoots on set. Mm -hmm. So I think it's kind of different, but I would say that most people who have, um, especially uh, porn performers or even just like cam girls or any sex workers mm -hmm. who have a large following online, they probably make a very significant amount of their income from OnlyFans if they're promoting right. it often. So, like, how easy is it to become someone who is successful on OnlyFans? Because, you know, a lot of people, there have been a lot of jokes in this <laughs> pandemic of people being like, yeah. I'm going to go join OnlyFans, or I'm going to go sell feet pics on OnlyFans, or, you know, like, like, if I woke up tomorrow and was like, fuck my job, I just want to sell feet pics on selling OnlyFans. nudes. On OnlyFans. Like, <laughs> how quickly am I going to get to a point where I can actually quit my job? Oh, my God. Uh, you, you So without an existing social media following that you can market to, you might 
uh, you know, unless you start working heavily and investing a ton of time and creating a free social media following, you know, i.e. on Twitter and Instagram that you can market your paid social media to, you might never get to a point where it replaces your job. Um, so that's, and that's a really common, I think, misconception. And I've helped people get started on OnlyFans. Um, you helped our friend, um, bleep out here if Whitney, <laughs> you helped our friend yeah. Whitney start selling yeah. feed pics. I don't know how she's doing with it, but I know you helped her. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either. I check in with people and like, what I find is like a lot of people, it's, it's really fun, right? Especially starting something new and like. You get to play around with, like, photo sets and creating all this content. The content creation is, like, the most fun part for most people. The hard part is attracting people to join and retaining their, like, keeping their attention, retaining subscribers. Um, and it, it's increasingly hard to do that if you don't, first of all, post new stuff, like, constantly. Um, second of all, interact with them often. And third, you know, have a an avenue to continue to bring in new traffic to your page. One huge thing about OnlyFans that um, I would, for myself, classify as a complaint is that there's no such, there's no discovery page on OnlyFans. There's no way to create organic traffic from within the website itself. So it doesn't have, huh. a, yeah. So like your feed is not public. Your feed with a D, not your feet. <laughs> Since we were just talking about feed pics. So. I mean, your feed, but misheard. also your feet. <laughs> that is really that is really interesting because you think they would have like a thing, at least for like maybe once a week, you could be like this photo. Like here's a censored photo right. version of this photo. And then like maybe it can attract you to... I've seen a lot of models creating a free two separate OnlyFans accounts. They'll have a free account that they don't charge a subscription fee for, but you still have to create an like someone who wants to view their stuff still has to create an account and subscribe to them. It's just they're not paying to subscribe. Mm -hmm. So I've seen a lot of people using a free OnlyFans account as a way to try to draw in that traffic and convert it to sales on their paid OnlyFans account. And I guess that makes sense because you can do what I was just saying, where you can post the same photo, but you exactly. can censor it. Yeah, and I for me that doesn't like that model wouldn't work for me. I don't have I I, I don't really have trouble attracting new traffic, um, so that's you know fortunate for me. So I understand why that's a model that a lot of people do use, um, and I think it usually does well for them from what I've heard. Um, but it's kind of silly that 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 models or like content creators are having to invest this time running literally two OnlyFans accounts. And one of them for free. They're still putting in all this time and energy simply because OnlyFans has not created a way to discover new creators for those who are just um, subscribers on the platform. You know, it's a little frustrating. And only recently, I don't remember exactly when, but it was, you know, since the new year um, that OnlyFans added a feature where you can actually tag other people in it. And that was very recent, considering how long the site has existed. They finally added a tagging feature. And so that's like the hmm. only way to, quote unquote, discover new new people on the platform is by subscribing to one person who then shoots some sort of content with another person who's on OnlyFans and tags that person. <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of odd the way that that's set up. Um 
And I guess all that just kind of like leads me back to the point of it is a lot harder to make good, consistent income on OnlyFans than people think, especially since it's become such like, you know, it's be- it's become a punchline, essentially, in the quarantine era of like, mm-hmm. oh, got fired from my job, got laid off, guess I'll make an OnlyFans. And I don't know, it's it kind of sends two incorrect messages. One is it, in a way, it's sort of like mocking sex workers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also just super inaccurate because yeah. even... Even if you don't have like the potential mockery of sex workers involved in those in that OnlyFans punchline, it's still giving a completely incorrect idea of how how hard it is to actually like, make money. <laughs> yeah, anytime someone says a joke like that, I'm like, you're just ignoring the fact that sex work is real work. Yeah, you do have to put in actual time and actual effort. Um, yeah, and. Yeah, and we've gone over that. I'm not going to wax poetic about it <laughs> on a mini-sode. Um, and, you know, part of the reason we're talking about OnlyFans is because of Bella Thorne. What's her name? She's a B- Bela- Bella Thorne. Bela Thorne? I just needed to make sure. <laughs> Bella Thorne. She's a writer. Is she from Twilight? She's an actress. She's a musician. She's... Um, she famously dated that vampire. Um... Oh, wrong Bella. No. Sorry. She didn't famously date any vampire. She, um, I mean, oh, she, so she dated her, because I have her Wikipedia app. She dated oh. Greg Skulkin, who was her, or Sulkin? Yeah, Greg Sulkin. I don't um, know, she, Rachel, that sounds as, like a vampire name to me. It's not. He's, he was, he's like a teen, heart that, not really okay. a teen anymore. He was in um, The Runaways. He was chasing The Runaways. That's what I know oh. best from. Um, okay. And, you know, then she came up as bisexual, and then she was polyamorous with um, with Ta- Tana Mongu? Mogu? Mon- oh, no. The other only... F- oh, no. Okay. That's hilarious. I'm so, sorry. She's know- the only... Tana Mongo. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I'm Mongo. Mongo. I like Mongo. Tana Mongo. I'm going to call, let's call her that. Um, yeah, so a few, like, back in May, Tana Mongo also broke OnlyFans because she decided to make an OnlyFans account. And essentially, she kind of did the same thing that Bella Thorne just recently did. So, and, but so I didn't realize you, they ever dated each other. It's even weirder. Yeah, they were in, like, some poly, really, but whatever. Good for them. So, if you don't know what happened, Bella Thorne decided to join OnlyFans. Yes. Within like a like a week, a it was, day. It was two days. <laughs> it was two days. Two days. It was one she weekend. Was reported to have gotten two million dollars. Yeah, from it. And from and OnlyFans like, keeps a chunk of that, but she still she would have yeah. made out with about one million five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and you know, Bellathor has like last year she had a bunch of. Like nudes leaked. Um, she said mm-hmm. that it was like someone attacked her or whatever. And it's like good for like on on the surface, I'm like, good for you, girl. Sell your nudes instead of having someone just publish them. Yeah. Um, but what happened was she was like, Okay, I'm gonna post something, and it was not it was like she was very covered up. 
Yeah. She was I, like, in lingerie. I mean, which is very covered up compared to nude. Yeah. Um, it's, and so people <laughs> wanted their money back. They wanted to see those. Well, she was titties. also charging reportedly. I, we, I, we, we need to say like reportedly or like allegedly, I guess, because Whatever. some of. Yeah, and I don't know, in the past, like, two days, there might have been something new that came up, but one of the articles I read about the whole thing was in Rolling Stone, and they were not, the journalist from Rolling Stone wasn't able to actually verify whether it was legit Bella's, Bella Thorne's actual profile from OnlyFans. It might have been, like, a spoof that someone made so they could screenshot it. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But the fact is, like, regardless of whether the screenshot was actually from her profile, um, it is true that there were a lot of people who had subscribed to her and or tipped her or sent her money on OnlyFans who were then charging back, meaning uh, a chargeback is when it's essentially... A chargeback can happen for a variety You know, because you, you do this. <laughs> Yay! I, I, I will say I work in the financial industry. I work in banking. I'm not going to say anything else. Um but a chargeback can never happen for a variety of reasons. The first reason is fraud. You literally, you see like $25 on your credit card statement or on your account. And you're like, I didn't do that. It's for a gas station in Florida. Because it's always for a gas station in Florida. And Are we just going to so rag you, on Florida in every episode? I mean, I'm okay I, with it. God, I, I would rag on Florida for the rest of my life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kind of. So, or it can happen. But... Other reasons that chargebacks can happen other than just fraud is because you didn't receive merchandise. So you report to ah. your financial institution that you paid for something and merchandise wasn't received. Now, depending on your how you paid for that merchandise, your financial institution can either try to get those funds back. Like maybe they maybe they in an effort of like good faith, mm-hmm. they'll just give you the money and then they'll try to get the funds back. Um Depending on what platform you use as payment, you will not be able to get those funds back. Like if you pay for if you pay for a dog over Venmo, and so the Venmo is directly linked to your account, yeah, or through Zelle, um, or through one version of PayPal when it's not PayPal. Um, I think it's like PayPal receipts. Or, I don't remember what it's called, but there's one where you can actually generate a ticket and you get taxed and everything um your bank i know you can't i know on paypal if it's sent as friends or family then it doesn't let you like it won't let you as yeah yeah yeah. as so basically what it is that those in like the terms of service that you use to sign up for them it says we don't have to refund that because you shouldn't be using there we go. PayPal friends okay. and family, Zelle, or Venmo to actually pay, pay for, for goods. goods and services. Got it. Um, but <laughs> what happens... Well, sex workers know better than probably most people that uh, we use Venmo, Cash App, etc. all the time for goods and services. We're just doing it sneaky. Yeah, and I mean, and that's partially what OnlyFans is... Therefore, I guess, is that it's supposed to be it's supposed to be safer for mm-hmm. a safer way to distribute content yes, for exactly. sex workers where you don't. And then it's also supposed to be a safer way for 
people to pay for, you know, yes, goods and services, whether it be nudes or personal videos, and then also to tip people where, especially if you don't live in the area, so you can't go directly to, if that's a service that you do provide, you can't go directly. Um, yeah. And because it's a good services, I, you know, I have read OnlyFans has a return policy. Yeah. Um, and they what do. happened I, was, yeah. And what happened was Bella Thorne said she was providing nudes. I mean, she said it's like they used, she used a term and, and that's not what she provided. She said, yeah. I'm going to show skin. They were more lewds than nudes. Mm. And I'm not it. sure it's, I'm not a hundred percent. I don't know if anyone's a hundred, hundred percent sure. Um, as far as what's been reported on how the transaction was taking place, um, for these, you know, not nude nudes, but I do know that OnlyFans has two ways of transferring payment directly between a content creator and a subscriber. Um, there's a pay to open message, which is like, so someone might request a video from me and I have like a menu of videos that they can buy, right? So a member will DM me and say, can you send me this video? And I'll say, yep, coming up in a second. And I upload the video directly into our DM chat. And then before I hit send on it, I attach a price to it. And then I hit send. So on their side, what they see is like, a pixelated, like, blurred out thing. So they know it's a video. They're aware. It has, like, a timestamp on it that shows it's a video. But they don't actually get to hit the play button until they click the unlock and they pay the, like, $6 or whatever the fee is to view it. The other thing is just sending a tip. So, and I think that what I've heard is that a lot of what was going on with the Bella Thorne OnlyFans was that people were sending her tips of very large amounts. And a tip, since it is a tip in OnlyFans, is not attached to receiving an item when that money is sent. So, but there is still obviously an economy within OnlyFans and sex work in general of saying like, tip, tip for this and you get this. So like, she could have said like, I'll send you five nudes if you tip me $200. And then they send the tip and then they get five photos of her in lingerie. But the tip is not reversible at that point. Um, the only way to reverse it is for them to report it as fraud, essentially, and to then it becomes a chargeback. So, and the problem is, if you're not a bank, if you're a business and not a bank, you will lose money. Oh, from this. OnlyFans has I mean, probably lost a, a ton of money from her. I mean, who knows how much? They don't ever release yeah. their information about finances, but... If they and here's made the $500,000. Banks also, banks also lose money on this sort of shit all the time. Yeah. They just make it up in fees and through, like, mortgage and lending interest. Yeah. Um, but the problem is that... So what you're saying, Rachel... not a bank. What you're saying is Bella Thorne single-handedly pissed off OnlyFans banks, and the entire sex work community in one weekend. Probably, you know what, probably less so banks, except <laughs> for unless, like, people were stupid enough to go and try to dispute the charge with their bank instead of with OnlyFans. 
Oh, most people were... are. I'm telling you right now, like having like being on the so content then, creator side. So then... most people will go straight to their bank because yeah, and I understand why. Deal yeah, with the, they don't want to deal with the merchant directly. We see it a lot. Well, so... and OnlyFans kind of notoriously doesn't have customer service. Like it's basically non-existent. Like they yeah, just so don't have did. good support for that. She probably did piss off like a bunch of people and branches and then care and then like customer service mm-hmm. centers um because people were probably calling and they were having to have this discussion and to file disputes and it's just stupid um so yeah Ugh. but basically what happened because of this is only fans changed a lot of their policies on how they pay out mm-hmm. on how much you as a person are allowed to charge right i don't know they changed a lot yeah. of things and the yeah, numbers they changed, the numbers are out there the numbers they are changed out there. the um yeah so i've actually got an article funnily enough one that i was interviewed for because i had there was a journalist who was writing about this and he ended up getting a lot of very useful information directly from an OnlyFans spokesperson about exactly what changed and what amounts um so for example the pay-per-view post maximum limit used to be $200. Post Bella Thorne on OnlyFans, they have lowered that pay-per-view post limit to $50. Um, That only affects accounts that don't have a subscription fee, though. So imagine sex workers who are, in order to try to drive more traffic, they're doing a free account on OnlyFans, and Mm -hmm. then they're only getting their income from sending pay-per-view videos or whatever those people now have a lower limit of what they can charge for a single pay-per-view post. Mm -hmm. I know that to a lot of people listening, $200 for a single pay-to-open post sounds like absolutely insane. But one thing you have to remember, we all need to remember, especially about sex workers, is that uh, just because it's not something you would pay for doesn't mean there aren't a ton of people out there that would pay for that. And that makes up the entire clientele of of a group of particular sex workers. So I'm thinking specifically of sugar sugar babies, um, uh, financial doms. Those are both things where kind of the the market for that type of sex work is receiving extremely large financial transactions from one user. Also, sex workers got to pay taxes. Yeah, exactly. And it's not up to us to decide what anyone charges. So for OnlyFans to just like, and it's not just that OnlyFans made these changes and that it happened suspiciously right after Bella Thorne. It's that OnlyFans made these changes without fucking saying a word. There is no notification to the content creators. There's no way to know. The way that you find out is by trying to do something that you've always done, i.e. send a pay-per-view message that costs more than $50 to open and find out you cannot do this thing any longer. And OnlyFans just did not tell anyone that this was happening. Sex workers were really left in the dark. I mean, like, everyone who's a content creator on OnlyFans, sex worker or not, everyone was left in the dark. People were left to find out for themselves. And OnlyFans has continued to deny that this chain, the series of changes has anything at all to do with Bella Thorne, but it's just suspicious that it happened, like, the day and, after. <laughs> and to the main one that I think I've heard people mostly like really being like, this is really shitty is that the payout period used to be three days and now it's 30. It, yeah. So that's one more thing that there is some deeper detail on that. Um, so the delay in payouts is affecting 
certain countries, so not actually the United States. So, like, for example, my payouts are still exactly the same turnaround that they always were. But I've seen people in the UK reporting that there's now a 30-day delay for them to receive their payouts. And there's oh, a whole there's a whole handful of countries where it's um, now 21 days. So, but no matter wh- whatever way you slice it, 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 like, you know, okay, maybe this isn't affecting people in the US, but that's still affecting a ton of people. So, yeah, let me, here's the um info direct from only fans spokesperson immediately following the mainstream actors oh sorry this is oh, i'm reading the wrong parts uh okay here we go um delayed payouts to 21 days from seven days for those in certain countries including belize the dominican republic el salvador guatemala honduras india jamaica kenya mexico morocco panama turkey uruguay and venezuela um yeah so just a a big chunk of countries um and some of those you know like india is a large country (laughs) like that's that's a huge amount of traffic um and god knows how many content creators another thing about OnlyFans is that they don't ever release any information or statistics so we have no way of knowing how many content creators um are selling content and their country their their base you know is india like we will never know so, so there's no way of knowing how many people this affects, but it's a lot. So what were your like immediate concerns when you realized that this was happening? Like, I'm not talking like for you personally, because we kind of because you kind of did just say like what the issues were. But like, how did you think, oh, shit, I'm going to have to change my whole. Do you think I'm going to change my whole business model or are you just like shit, I'm just going to be making a lot less and immediately go and try to jigger a budget. So because of the way I've already structured my OnlyFans, uh, it's, I, I essentially do, I kind of my, my OnlyFans game is that I want to have as many subscribers as I can handle having and I have a pretty low subscription price, and I also keep my individual content prices pretty low. And I do that on purpose because I realize that I have a, a large fan base from having several years under my belt in the porn industry, and I want it to be like affordable for as many people as possible. So that being said, it doesn't affect me hugely because the way I've structured mine isn't um, – I don't really rely on those large individual transactions. So – but my so concern you, about sorry, go ahead. Did, sorry, did you? Does that mean you like perceived the fact that OnlyFans was like something like this shit was going to happen? Like, were you just like, I am a wise person, <laughs> and I no way. <laughs> I wish I could say that. I my use of OnlyFans and my continued use of it is a little bit be- begrudgingly because. It's the the platform's really glitchy and flawed, and I've had complaints about it. I have literally actively tried to move completely off of OnlyFans in the past onto a different competitor platform, and uh, it's no, no website has the name recognition and the trust for whatever reason. OnlyFans has consumers trust, um, or the trust of like paying customers. It's very hard to get people to feel comfortable moving on to a different platform that they haven't used before and giving that platform their credit card information. So, no, I don't have any sort of uh, predictive power. But Although my my astrology uh, 
chart does say that I have ESP, but I'm not sure that's what's happening right now with this particular case. I think I think Insert I just me skeptically <laughs> being like, okay, Rachel's ESPN. like super. You have one eyebrow raised, like, <laughs> yeah. It's my distrust of OnlyFans is because I've seen them do these like. Hasty changes to terms and conditions without alerting anyone. It's a little bit shady. Um, The fact that, like, just the company in general doesn't seem to acknowledge that its entire, like, it it is most well-known for being a platform for sex workers. Yet, on a corporate level, um, OnlyFans does not acknowledge this at all. So I find that problematic. Um, And then just, like... It's just the shadiness in general. That's the best way I can sum it up. It makes me feel like maybe this is not the most stable of companies to be earning literally over 50% of my income from. And it worries me. And I know I'm not the only one. And then someone like Bella Thorne coming along and essentially making a giant fucking mockery of it all, breaking the website and running off with her $1.5 million that she's pocketed in one weekend. Um, when, you know, I'm sorry, last time I checked, I, I doubt that she's a person in like dire financial need. Um, it just leaves a really bad taste in my mouth. So how does that make you feel when we've talked to people outside of the industry who are so supportive, um, specifically the lovely creator of our theme song and, (laughs) and, you know, his, his significant other and how they respect and they pay for people's time. When you hear that it's possible that she did this also that it could be for like a documentary or for a movie experience with some yeah director. So that's what she said is that she was sex- making a documentary about only fans and she's trying to pass it off. Like, Oh, I'm doing research. So I have just one thing to say to that. If you're trying to create a documentary about sex work and specifically sex workers who use OnlyFans, what on fucking earth would make you think that the right way to start that project is by basically pissing off every sex worker that uses OnlyFans? Yeah, so if Bella Thorne came to you tomorrow... And, like, literally like, stealing traffic and money out of people's pockets. Yeah. Because that's what she very But if Bella Thorne came to you tomorrow... Bellathorn came to you tomorrow. This will be our last thing before we <laughs> stop. Bellathorn came to you okay. tomorrow and said, Siri, Oof. because you're business people, so she would call you by her business name. Of course. Mm-hmm. Siri, I know I fucked up, and I want to go back and do this all right. Mm-hmm. Can I interview you and see like a day in your life? as a content creator on OnlyFans, for this documentary I'm doing, what would you you say to her? I would say, yes, I would love to. Please let me know what your offer is. (laughs) Like, I want to know how much she's going to pay me to be interviewed for her fucking documentary. (laughs) How much are you going to tip me? Right. For my baby. And and that number number better be more than $10,000. That's what I have to say about Bella Thorne making a documentary about sex workers. If she's not paying those sex workers for their time that they give her to be in, help promote her documentary, then she's full of shit. 
Speaking of Alex Cameron, who is, uh, if for listeners who, who have not, already been listening. Who um, is not full of shit. He pays for people's time and energy and respects <laughs> sex workers. It's it's his family motto. <laughs> he, the family motto over at the Cameron the family house. motto. Sex workers are people. He... He asked me to collaborate with him on a music video that he put on his Patreon. And so I, Ooh. yeah, so it is literally, he was like, can you just do, he did like a uh, home recording of Far From Born Again with him doing keyboard and voice and then Roy playing the saxophone. And so he just sent me the audio recording of this and he was like, can you just film yourself dancing to this and send me the video? And like, so he, he asked me my rate for the project. So he paid me for the project. And then he also gave me the finished Thing that I can like, I put it on my OnlyFans. Um, so if anyone wants to see that, you can join either my OnlyFans or Alex Cameron's Patreon. The video is ridiculous. It's like a five minute long video of them doing their thing with the music, which is hilarious on its own, just because they're both like, it's it's campy. Is that's what I'll say about that. And I'm basically just wearing a real weird outfit and standing in the middle of a field and squeezing a mango, like. While dancing. Love it. I love I can't that dance. energy. I can't dance, um, so I had to like find something else to, you know, ride the coattails of my weirdness. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us for this brief aside about OnlyFans. Um, we hope you maybe learned something. If you didn't, you can let us know <laughs> by emailing us at <laughs> the real Rachel at proton.mail. Or protonmail.com <laughs> or the real Siri at protonmail.com. If you want to follow us and keep up with us, you can go to we're at After Adult on Instagram, at After Adult Pod on Twitter, and afteradult.com on our website. You can also call us and leave us a message at our Google phone number, 818. 818- Four five seven six five three five. Again, that's eight one eight four five seven six five three five. We will also make sure to include in our little notes um, Adrian's OnlyFans link because I'm sure it's like something crazy and like you gotta put it all in. And then we'll also include the article that she was interviewed for that was on Yeehaw. the rap in our notes. It's written by Tony Maglio uh, on the rap. It's it's a really nice picture of her. Oh, thank and you. The, yeah, it was, <laughs> that was like the first thing I said actually when you sent me the link. I was like, "Wow, what a nice photo!" Thank you. It was in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh, for listening. Thank you. We'll be back soon with a full length episode. Have a great day. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>